you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. Joining me today once again is Connor DiBiase. Connor, welcome back. It's good to be back. It's always good to be back. Um, so today is our fantasy episode. You know, in the past, we've done a much more um, in-depth, you know, series of episodes, but this year, it just, I don't feel like I'm going to have, we're going to have the time to do that. So this is going to be our one big fantasy episode where we kind of go over everything that we want to. Um, so, you know, for your fantasy draft, give this a listen. I think this is hopefully going to be very helpful. I feel like in the past, Connor and I have been been fairly good about our, our rankings and about our predictions. I, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I, I just I recall us being fairly good at it and, and fairly consistent. Um, so you know this is definitely something to, to keep in mind for your draft that's definitely going to be coming up. Uh, the NFL season will less than two weeks away. So you know all good things are coming up. Uh, and without further ado, Con, let's start off. Um, let's start off with the quarterback position, um, and let's start off talking about give me give me some of your favorite quarterbacks to draft uh, this I'll season. Start with my least favorite quarterback to draft. Yeah, that's fine. And that's Patrick Mahomes. Really? Okay. Um, while he is the best quarterback in the league and might be the best fantasy quarterback, um, I think there's definitely an issue this year where. Quarterbacks, you didn't see a quarterback, even Mahomes, typically go until the third round last year, sometimes later um, in most like higher-level fantasy drafts. Um, and for this year, it seems like Patrick Mahomes is pushing the first round. Uh, I know there's the first round is not as like generally strong this year, I'd say. There's not as many. Like, obviously, there's... Justin Jefferson at the top of anything, but like, am I ranking someone I can get like AJ Brown kind of drops to the third round in drafts? And is he worse than Stefan Diggs in the first round? Like, there's a lot of. Right. Um, and by like how much? Yeah. No, I feel like. The first three rounds. And yeah, you see Derrick Henry drop in the late second. You can also see Derrick Henry go pick five. Like, there's a lot of changes in these first couple rounds. It's a lot less obvious, uh, especially with those running backs. It's it's tough to kind of uh, play out, I'd say. Um, and that's kind of caused 
Patrick Mahomes draft value to, to up, jump into the first round, and I just can't see that. Yeah, I I, I don't even have him. I don't have him as my. I think Jalen Hurts fantasy wise this year, I think is going to be the best quarterback. Um, I just think that given his offense, given his dual threat nature, I feel like his upside amongst I I would say Mahomes, Allen, and Hurts. Those are probably the top three. Is probably the best. Uh, I got. I really like is Joe Burrow. I think that Joe Burrow is probably. I think that he definitely can have some performances that will lead him, you know, potentially to be a top three fantasy quarterback. Um, I really like Joe Burrow. I think that his again, look at the offense around him. He they're gonna put up points. I think that again, he is another player that I'm looking at. Um, guys, I'm really not fan a fan of like Justin Fields, uh, Deshaun Watson, and and Lamar Jackson. Uh, but those those first two are different from the last one. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of Justin Fields and, and Deshaun Watson because I, I just don't I don't I don't know how good Deshaun Watson is from what I've seen. He just has not been fantastic, and and Justin Fields is the same. I mean, again, the offense around him is is better than it was last year, but it's still not unbelievable. The wide receiver talent is still you know fairly mediocre, and again, the offensive line is not very good. Um, and you know, again, they only have Khalil Herbert. So if he goes down the running game, I think kind of goes to crap. Um, and I would expect the team to play more conservative, uh, just given that the defense is a lot better. So I think that Justin Fields, I'm not very high on and, and Deshaun Watson, just as a player, I'm not very high on because I just, I don't know how much, you know, he's going to be able to add to this Browns team. And then I like Lamar. I think Lamar is actually a very good fantasy option if he can stay healthy. And I think the worst thing that can happen to you is you have a quarterback that goes down and you don't really have anyone sufficient to replace him. So I think that my advice would be, I'm not against drafting Lamar Jackson. I would just say that if you do draft Lamar Jackson, make sure you get a good backup quarterback. Because if for whatever reason Lamar goes down for a couple games, you're going to want someone to go in and replace him that you feel comfortable with. Because I think you have to factor that in, especially with a guy like him with the amount of hits he takes. Um, so he's a guy who I would like, if I draft Lamar, I would try to draft like a guy like Geno Smith or, or, or someone like that. Um, maybe a little bit earlier, just because if Lamar goes down, you don't want that to be what ends your season. Connor, do you kind of agree with that assessment? Not too much in all honesty I, I don't see Lamar Jackson as more injury prone than even like Mahomes would be um, especially how cautious the Chiefs have been That's true. in the past couple of years I, I just I mean Joe Burrow you said Joe Burrow is one of your favorites Joe Burrow I'd say is more injury prone than Lamar uh, I think there's definitely issues with QBs getting hurt but I'm not basing my rankings if Lamar Jackson gets hurt in which uh, his injury was really like uh, not a kind of a re-injury risk, I'd say. No, that's true. Uh, it was what, a PCL sprain? And no, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, again, fine, I think. he's just, he's missed a lot of games. And it's not to say that Joe Burrow hasn't. I just think that, you know, based on the style of play, like any quarterback at any point can get injured. I just think that 
based on the way Lamar plays, he just puts himself in a position to get injured, I think, more frequently. Um, he was also kind of cautious for his contract last year. I think there's a chance he definitely could have played those last couple weeks of the season. No, I mean, that's just... that's fair. Yeah, I, Again, I'm not, I'm not against drafting Lamar, and I think that, you know, given – how recent years in fantasy have gone for me. I'm, I'm very strongly considering, you know, redoing, you know, my just draft strategy and how I go into a draft and how I prepare for it. Um, you know, obviously, so then some other quarterbacks, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence, I think is, is a fine pick this year. I think that him and, and Justin Herbert probably are in the same level. Um, I like them both. Uh, I think that Herbert obviously will put up points. The issue is, you know, if his wide receivers go down, I think that definitely is going to affect how how valuable he is. Um, one guy who I really like this year, I really liked him last year. I think that, again, this is another productive year for him. I think Kirk Cousins, if you're looking to take more of a lower round quarterback, but and, you know, exchange, in exchange for like a higher value flex or tight end or, run, you know, second running back, whatever it is. I think that Kirk Cousins is a great, uh, you know, great quarterback to do that with. Um, he's obviously going to have. He's going at Justin Jefferson, man. Like, right. He, he's going to get you probably 250 yards, two touchdowns every game. Right. And his interceptions uh, are fairly low. Um, so he's going to be consistent. He's not going to have any of those, you know, crazy, you know, 40 point, 35 point games just because, you know, he doesn't run fairly ever. And the Vikings as a team are, are not built for him to go 350 yards, four touchdowns, multiple weeks a season, like for have to have that be like a reasonable expectation for him. It's just not something that they're ever going to do. Um, but I think that, you know, again, if you're looking to go more conservative at the quarterback position, Kirk Cousins basically plays every single game of the season. He's not going to miss a game. Um, and he's and he's got very good wide receiver targets and it's a very balanced offense. So I think that he's a he's a very I think, you know, there's a big difference between him and a guy like Dak, who is on my definitely do not draft list. Um, I think if you're drafting Dak this year, you're drafting to lose. Um, yeah. Even if Dak first, I mean, he had games where he threw three interceptions and put up over 20 points per game. Uh, you know, it's like, it's just kind of how that, that offense worked. He was decent points per game wise last year. Yeah. Um, one name I'm going to bring up, uh, which just kind of is a guy that I have decently high as a late round quarterback a stash is Anthony Richardson just because of his yeah I mean athleticism yeah. they're playing a lot of running with him uh, I definitely think that that Anthony Richardson starting day one uh, can get things going I, there's obviously not been incredible passing wise in the preseason um, but he's been really good running the football mm -hmm. and I think uh, maybe once their scheme kind of opens up in the regular season, you'll see a lot more uh, connections for him. It's just a, a guy that I'm not drafting Bryce Young or CJ Stroud immediately at all. Right. Uh, no, I agree. But there's something different about Anthony Richardson where I feel like you can rely on rushing touchdowns, especially if, if Jonathan Taylor is not there. Uh, he becomes their number one rushing threat. Uh 
and, and I think that is a great upside. You could pair him with a quarterback like Kirk Cousins, um, or, or a guy that I, I like to draft in the late rounds, Brock Purdy. He was really a league winner last year, uh, putting up some great scores at the end. Even if he's not an amazing quarterback, that scheme works to get a quarterback 18 points per game. Right, and, and sometimes uh, that's just all you need. Um, you know, obviously, I want to talk about Kyler Murray. There's been rumors that he's not even going to play this year, so yeah, I, there's no like there's thinking. yeah there's really no point in drafting Kyler this year. I mean, it's just if you have an IL spot and you want to use your last round pick on him instead of like a kicker and then put him on IL and pick up the kicker. Yeah, I guess like, you could. Um, like, I just do that. Uh, a couple, a couple other names. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I think, is a good draft. You know, I think he, I think he's a, no. last year. I mean, if you're going to judge him based off of last year, I think that's a mistake. I think the offense is going to be very good for the Jets he's this never year. Been a, a, a fantasy quarterback? No, he never, he never has been. But like, he's again a good backup, a good late round option. Uh, Jared Goff, a guy we haven't talked about. I mean, I think look at what Jared Goff did last year. I think you can expect a lot of the same this year. The offense does run through him. And while I don't think you'll be having as many performances where Jared Goff is just needing to throw the ball at the end of games for them to win, I do think you're going to see a lot more production from him, more consistent. Um, it was just, yeah, it was crazy inconsistency. You have a 40-point week and then a 5-point week. Yeah, I mean, they, they, you know, ESPN has him projected at 24 touchdowns, like, I think he's gonna throw thirty this year. I think that's reasonable. Um, twenty nine last year. Yeah, I mean they they have him throwing twenty four touchdowns and four thousand yards, or under four thousand yards. I mean that's just not gonna happen. He's gonna throw. So he won't have a running back with butter hands this time. Right. Yeah. Gibbs. And then and then finally one other quarterback. Again, I, mean, I don't love this quarterback, but I think that his situation kind of provides for him a very good uh, fantasy yeah. outlook. Is Derek Carr? Um, you know, I wouldn't touch Derek Carr. It, again, it, it's about Michael Thomas, but I do like Olave and Rahid Shahid. And, you know, I, I'm not against it as kind of a late-round flyer. Um, but, yeah, after that, I mean... I look at Daniel Jones in all honesty. He's in my top seven quarterbacks for this season in terms of fantasy score. Yeah, I mean, because um, he does run a lot. I think that could be a productive. Yeah, and yeah. he runs a lot in the red zone. And he was basically a league winner. And that last week against in Indianapolis, he had like two throwing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. He could have won your league alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I think I think that's good. I think we've covered all the all the major names. I mean, anyone who didn't talk about Josh Allen, um, I think it's kind of self-explanatory how we feel about him. Um, let's move on to running backs. So, kind of very interesting year for running backs in terms of the draft. Uh, you know, who who do you like? Running back class. Who do you like? Uh, I'm doing a lot of no running back drafts, which means no running backs in like the first few rounds. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is the clear, I guess, one for running backs. Agreed. And, uh, I don't think I touch him because his production went way down when uh, Elijah Mitchell was healthy. And I don't know if you can trust that Elijah Mitchell is going to get hurt for him to be great again. Right. Uh, and then you've got a bunch of guys, your top guys. You're looking at multiple guys who don't want to be on their team. Uh, 
and, and it kind of puts him in a weird position where where's Jonathan Taylor gonna go? Is Austin Eckler gonna play? Right. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Is he's Josh is, Jacobs yeah. hasn't shown up. Uh, and then there's kind of a drop off with other guys where Najee Harris was close to first second round pick last year. I don't want to touch him. Yeah. Wh- uh, okay. So a couple uh, a couple running backs who I do really like. Uh, first off, Nick Chubb. I just think that I mean you're looking he, for a guy who's consistent, who puts up points. Um, uh, he's just not a PPR guy. Exactly. Uh, yeah. He's just, and and that's the real issue. But if you look at him last year, fifteen hundred yards, twelve touchdowns, twenty-seven receptions. I mean, he's 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 solid. The issue with Nick Chubb is he was incredible the first half of the season, and then production got cut in half. Really, after Sean Watson came back, they just went to the passing game a lot more. Right. Uh, And it'd be interesting if they do that again. Uh, They do not have Kareem Hunt anymore. Right, and that and that's kind of why I I like him more. Completely. Um, Uh, I still love Derrick Henry. I do too. Again, the issue with him though is he's not a a a PPR guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just he's not he doesn't fit that mold. But he saw it last year more than in previous years. Yeah, he did have he did he had 33 receptions, 400 yards, which is which is solid. I mean, you're you're not talking about the levels of Saquon who had 57 receptions. Or, and you have to assume, yeah. I mean, at some points in that season, teams were just fully run committing because Malik Willis could not throw a football. Uh, no, I, I, I do like – offense with yeah. D-Hop kind of opens him up more Yeah, you don't get run commits. And, and, I, and, I, running without and, and I also think when we look at the Titans score, just like scoring last year, like how many points they scored and how many opportunities, it just was so far down. Tannehill was injured. They had no passing game, right? And I felt like they were also down in a lot of games, so you have to pass to get back into it. I think this year the Titans are definitely going to be better, and if Tannehill can stay healthy, that just means that they're going to be in more games, and I think they're going to be more competitive, which means Henry is going to get more carries. So I do like Derrick Henry. Um, I think Saquon is an interesting. You know, it's just interesting because I don't, I don't. You know, his health is such a big problem, and I think that's the case for him, McCaffrey, Taylor. Uh, you know, a lot of guys, but I think those guys specifically, um, I like Saquon. I think he's a solid pick. I don't know if I would reach on Saquon. That's something I probably wouldn't do. Um, you know, I like Bijan Robinson, but is he like, it's hard to, it's hard to tell because they have two other running backs. So they have Patterson and Algier, and I don't know how they're going to split carries. I don't know how any of that's going to work out. Connor, what's your take on Bijan Robinson? Like what, what's your thoughts? Yeah. It's really interesting. He was listed third on their depth chart. Um, In preseason. Yeah. Yeah, he got... I don't don't know what the deal is. Obviously, Cordero Patterson probably comes out of the slot a bit. Right. um, And that gives him more running back reps, but you still see Cordero Patterson get work. You still probably see Algier get work uh, because he's a young, he's solid last year. Um, but Bihan is also this, you pick him top seven, wasn't he seventh overall? Um, yeah. Going, like going into this year and, and you have to think he gets work out of the backfield too in PPI leagues. And, and obviously it's a freaking really weak running back class, uh, in terms of fantasy. Right. Uh, where I could see you. You have Deion Robinson top five on your board for running backs because, like, who else are you going to put there? 
Right. I mean, it, it, it then you know then it comes down to okay, you know, Tony Pollard is not someone who's going to be a workhorse. No, I'm not touching Tony Pollard. No, nah, and, and, and Travis Etienne, I think is is okay. I mean, he's a solid pick. Um, I have Etienne in my top twenty. It, it's just had a tank. He didn't do great last year as the sole running back. Rahad Mandre uh, Stevenson is a good running back, but it's a Patriots system. I mean, he's never going to get. I think again you have to look at another rookie in that top ten space, and that's Jameer Gibbs in PPI league. Yeah, I really like Jameer Gibbs. Uh, I do. Yeah. A lot of slot work for him. Um, another name to bring up, seemingly playing football this year, I'd have as a top eight guy is Joe Mixon. Yep. Um, no, I mean he was know, super solid last season. Yeah, he's been good for years. It's just, is this guy going away from motor or not? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and it seems like he's playing football this year. So yeah, Alvin Kamara does not. It does not seem like he's going to play football, right? But he's suspended four games. Yeah, I um, think so. But even last year when he came back, it wasn't the Alvin Kamara we know. No, yeah, and, but I mean, he wasn't that good. Right. Hopefully, Carr will get him in the passing game more. I mean, he did have fifty-seven receptions last year for four hundred ninety yards. So. He, but his touchdown share is gone because yeah. they added the best touchdown running back in the league last year, Jamal Williams. Oh, well, they also have Taysom uh, Hill who takes carries as well. That's a, yeah, Taysom Hill gets in there. Uh, what What do you think about Kenneth Walker and Damian Pierce? I, I like those two names this year. I know that uh, Zach Charbonnet is going to take carries, but, I mean, if Kenneth Walker stays healthy, I think he's just a solid pick. Uh, I, I had Kenneth Walker last year. It was great. He helped me get a win in, in one of my fantasy leagues. Um, but I, I don't have him that high this year. I'd take a few guys over him. Uh, Damian Pierce, I have way lower. I don't I don't know what to make of, of Houston. Pierce was bad towards the end of last year. Yeah. They just paid Singletary some money. Um, I mean, I'll say this once. One guy who I do like this season, I do like Alexander Madison. Um, it's a name to throw yeah. out there. If I'm looking at guys in that middle, like, teens area, uh, I'm throwing Miles Sanders, Alexander Madison. J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. I'd still have James Conner up there probably. Yeah, I mean, just because um, of the touchdowns. And they're they're also going to run the ball so much. Clear number one pick last year. Uh, he's going to end up somewhere, right? He's yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, where he ends up, I mean, if he goes to Miami, I, I think his fantasy it's tough. it drops. I mean, it definitely does. There's just so many guys in Miami. They have and, two and running backs. That, they have two running backs. They have two – it's like it's just too much there for him to, like, carve out a, a, a top five. You know what I'm saying? Like, But back to Madison, you know, so as someone – you know, again, I, I watch the Vikings a lot. So, you know, I do see Madison – and you know if you're if you're thinking to yourself, okay, Madison is going to be Dalvin Cook. No, no, no. Alexander Madison is not as explosive as Dalvin Cook. He's not as talented, but he also doesn't make the mistakes that Dalvin Cook makes. Right? Madison is better with the ball. He doesn't fumble as much at all. He's better at reading the offensive line, so he's going to get a lot more productive carries. I think you know, Dalvin Cook last year at about a billion one or zero yard carries. Um, I like Madison. Touching Madison um, until we kind of see uh, 
where guys end up in terms of running back free agents and trade releases. I want to see if this guy is going to have Kareem Hunt behind him. Right. No, that that's, yes, that's a very good point. Um, Who else is out there? I mean, I don't know. Um, David Johnson could get a sign somewhere and even the carries. Caleb Huntley was decent for Atlanta last year. Yeah. There's just guys that they were mostly, hey, if Kareem Hunt signs to the Vikings, uh, I don't know who's the running back one there. I like Madison, um, but he has been their running right. back. Right, and, and that almost eliminates all of Madison's pass catching. Yeah, yeah. Where, where if I'm drafting before those guys get signed or Jonathan Taylor – slash Josh Jacobs gets traded and whatnot. Uh, right. And there's still a chance the Vikings are in on one. I don't want to spend a, a top three-round pick on Alexander Madison. Yeah, and then, I mean, there's just so many. Like, I, I can't pick Javante Williams this year. I mean, again, I, I, just, I can't yeah, do it. Um, it's tough to I, – I don't, I don't know if he's even the running back one there. Samaj P. Ryan's out there now. Right, and then, you know, a guy who I do like – I do like Brian Robinson – um, I think him and Antonio Gibson is very interesting. I, I think that Brian Robinson is better. Um, in, I think split carries. Yeah, but I mean, in 12 games last year, he had, seven, he had 800 yards, two touchdowns. The concern is obviously, you know, he needs to get more red zone looks. But, I mean, I think he'll be solid this year. I, I do like Brian Robinson. I think he's better than Antonio Gibson. Again, the issue is Gibson. He got a, he got a lot of work um, out of the – out of the passing game in their preseason. Right. Um, I mean, again, the concern is the concern is Gibson, you know, has a, is that third down back who just takes so many passes, but I mean, I do like Brian Robinson. Um, just some other names. I think Damian Harris is definitely interesting. Um, I think he's the best running back in Buffalo. I don't like Singletary or James Cook at all. Singletary's gone. Oh, he is. Okay. That makes sense. Um, but James Cook is gonna get majority of the carries, and, yeah. uh, and Damian Harris obviously a lot of injury. Concerns. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, one name I will bring up here is Jalen Warren uh, from Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, for him to start over Najee Harris um, to a lot of fans I know, and obviously Najee Harris has that first round buffer. Hey, we dra- we used a first round pick on this guy, right? <laughs> Plan, but like if it comes to the point where Jalen Warren's playing better, you could see a flip there. And and, um, and I think Jalen Warren has a great late round stash. I mean, yeah, week week six you could see him get the majority of the carries or something like that. Um, Billy running backs, are yeah. A thing. Kenneth um, Gainwell. I mean, that's the name that I I I, I mean, DeAndre I like Swift is there. Uh, I don't know if you're expecting him to get the work share he got in Detroit when healthy. Um, but he got a lot of – he could not catch the ball. Big drop guy, but he got a lot of passing looks at a Detroit backfield. Kenneth Gainwell, you're probably thinking, is running it most of the time. Rashad Penny, everyone was hyped about. It seems like he might get cut. I don't really know. I mean, he's also, also injury-prone. I mean, been reportedly most aggressive team for Jonathan Taylor. Right. So you, um, Yeah, yeah you can't pick to, you can't pick Gainwell while – those it's guys really are still in the money. Yeah. Uh, another guy I will mention, uh, Isaiah Pacheco. Yep. Uh, definitely could see a solid run share, but Jared McKinnon was better in fantasy last year. 
um, getting the stuff out of the bag. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's really so it's such a weird fantasy running back year. Like, I we we don't usually it's have this. Ugly. Yeah, it's truly ugly. we usually have like a, a group of ten guys. Who you're like, yeah, these guys are gonna perform well, and then eight of them do, two of them don't. Um, we don't. I feel like we don't have that this year. We have like a couple guys who I'm like, yeah, I really like him, and then the rest I'm like, uh, you know, I mean, everything's got to go right. So, um, last thing I'll mention though. Yeah, go ahead. Tampa Bay running backs. Uh, as a Tampa Bay fan, I don't really know what to make. We have uh, Rashad White, obviously, pass catching reps. Right. Uh, we also now have what's his name? We got Sean Tucker, the rookie, um, but taking probably most of second team reps. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, Sean Tucker is. He, Sean Tucker's really good, but I don't think he's going to be a significant – you know, I, I do like Rashad White. I think that's an interesting – a good point you point out. Um, he's, Chase he's, Edmonds was the RB1 for Miami at points last year. Yeah, but, I mean, he's not that yeah. good, though. And I had him on fantasy. He's just not that good. Not, not a talented I, player. I traded him to you. <laughs> yeah, um, you did. Um, but, what about Cam Akers? Yeah, just I, briefly, Cam Akers, any interest or – not really. Uh, the Rams team's not going to be great. Yeah. Aaron Jones, uh, we didn't mention him. Brees Hall. Two middle-of-the-pack guys. You could use it. They could be decent. I don't like Aaron uh, Aaron Jones's value, though, with Jordan Love. I think it goes down. Like, I just don't like yeah. it. Um, David Montgomery, uh, new for Detroit. I think yeah. Gibbs is the main guy, especially in PPR, but yeah. um, in normal – Non PPR standard, Montgomery could be great. Probably gets more red zone work. Um, yeah, more ground more work. Carries. Yeah, yeah, more carries. But you know, what does that pan out? I don't know. All right, on the back half, we talk wide receivers and tight ends. We'll be back in just a moment. All right, welcome back. Let's talk wide receivers. I think that this is probably going to be what wins you your league this year. Well, maybe not what wins you, yeah. but definitely is what. You know, you got to draft well wide receivers this year because wide receiver is the best position in this. Yeah. And, 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 and at the top of the list, I think there's just no question. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, I think, has to go 1 1 every single league. I mean, he is the best player. Even in standard, even in non PPR formats, I'd still take him 1 1. He's really incredible. Um, He's probably going to go for 2,000 yards. Uh, that's just the kind of target share he gets, the offense he plays in, uh, his ability alone. He's, he's incredible. Yeah, I mean, he had 1,800 yards all season. I bought the ESPN fantasy book just because I, I like to see um, what those dummies are thinking, and they have him projected at 1,500 yards this season. I mean, that's just that's crazy. I mean – how many and they, how many targets do you think this guy is going to get? I mean, he gets so many targets. I don't think that Jordan Addison is going to yeah, be. He could, yeah, he could break two hundred targets easily. I um, mean, it's that, games, but he didn't get targets. Even though he go for two thousand yards, and he didn't really get targets. Right, right, and and I, and and I think people think that the addition of Jordan Addison is actually a night is a negative. I think it's a positive. I think having a legit two opens up the field so much for, for, for Justin Jefferson. And I think it makes him, you know, uh, the number one guy. So I think 
yeah. I think Adam Thielen from Kirk Cousins would get more targets than a rookie Jordan Addison would. But and that you also have to think about Adam Thielen was the red zone guy last year. Like think about it this year when Justin Jefferson is is now I mean obviously you have Hawkinson. Does that become hot? I think it's both. I think it's both. I think last year was Hawk- getting some crazy target shares down the stretch. Of the I, I think I think it was Hawkinson and Thielen last year as your red zone guys. I think now it's Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson. If that well, makes Hawk sense. Can really get red zone work. I think it's this year though. I think a, I think this year. This year is Hawk more of a red zone guy than Justin Jefferson. Either way, Justin Jefferson. If you have the first overall pick in your draft. Go Justin Jefferson. If you have the second overall pick in your draft and the first guy's an idiot that picked Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> go Justin Jefferson. And then honestly, if you have the second pick in your draft and the first guy goes Justin Jefferson, I'd go another receiver before. Yeah, I, I think the real question is, is do you go Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase? I think that's how I, I think. think Jamar, I think it's Jamar Chase. I do too, because I think that trust Stafford. Rams at this point. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I'm, I'm a big Cooper Cup guy. He was amazing the start last season before he got injured. He was on pace with Justin Jefferson early. Um, but I think you just have to be worried about Stafford um, being hurt, this team not winning, this team shutting them down for, for little things if they're bad. Right. Um, they, you don't know, but I'd still use – I'd still pick him over Christian McCaffrey. I think Cooper Cup – over Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I think Cooper Cup for me kind of slots in – Maybe five, I would say. Um, four or five. Um, I like Jamar Chase and I like Tyreek Hill over him. I think Tyreek Hill is just – I mean, he's just different. He's just different. You also have Stephon Diggs out there. Um, yeah, and Devontae Adams. I think – Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams is actually it, – it, he's in a really interesting spot because he doesn't have – I mean – I Derek sucked. Yeah, but Devonte Adams also had 14 touchdowns last year. Like he's not gonna have 14 this year. He had 14 touchdowns yeah. last year. It's just not gonna happen. I think there's a lot of guys that Garrett Wilson. I'm thinking in, in first rounds probably. You know who I really like? Amon Ross St. Brown. I really like this kid. Yeah, especially those first six weeks with Jameson Williams um, suspended. Yeah. Amon Ra is going to see a lot of target share. Yeah. Um, but they did end up getting tight ends. Um, right. I I, 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 I still think he's very good. I mean, he had that stretch last year where he was like on, on – like he had the record for most consecutive eight reception games in a row. Yeah. So I think he's really consistent. I think he – He'll have some big games, but I do agree. Like, I think he won't be unbelievable this year just because, like, it's the Lions and they have other guys. Like, that's just a fact. Uh, C. Lamb was a great pickup last year. I don't um, love him this year, though. About, I mean, you don't like the Cowboys, but it's just a guy that Dak relies on. I don't, I don't love him. General. I think guys who I like above him, Amon Ra, A.J. Brown, Garrett Wilson – DK. I think I see him about the level of T Higgins, CD and T Higgins. Like, if if is that like? I mean, I think that's kind of where I see him. I don't. Yeah, I think that there's this wide receiver two tier in that, like, once you get to, which is weird to say, you're like tenth through fifteenth wide receivers are like wide receiver twos. It's 
T. Higgins and Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle. D. Hop. Uh, I don't. I don't have DeAndre Hopkins in my top thirty. Really? It's just not gonna work. You don't think so? I do. I do. Um, I like. Okay, other guys I like. Debo Samuel. I think you have to. No. No way. No. He was not good once they got. No, that's good. true. And especially once they got McCaffrey, he is. Nope, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, uh, Tyler Lockett, I still like. I do uh, like Tyler Lockett. I like DK solid. as well. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Yep, that's the name I was just about to say. A seventeen hundred yard wide receiver with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I, I and he's going to be their number one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think he's. And that was a potent offense. Yeah, I, I had Zay Jones starting like half the weeks of last season just because that offense was so potent. Like, no, a- a- absolutely. Um, you know, I think Tampa Bay wide receivers, Godwin, Evans. It's hard. I think Evans is going. I, I don't love Evans as a top two wide receiver, but this guy's going round like seven, eight. Yeah, that's I too late. I can't. Turn down one of the uh, a guy who's had the most consecutive. I can't turn down a guy who's gonna have. I can't turn down a guy who's gonna have a thousand yards. Essentially, a thousand yards yeah. and probably eight touchdowns, and you're gonna turn that down. No, you can't. That's crazy to me. Um, I'm so not. I, if Mike Evans is on the board in my sixth round, I'm taking him without a second guess. Yeah, I, I, I do like Amari Cooper. I think that's an interesting name as like a flex. Um. Yeah, my coop, there's a few guys that I, uh, I like for points per game, especially in PPR. Right. Uh, Mike Cooper, Keenan Allen, Chris Olave. If Keenan Allen stays healthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are wide receiver ones that are going to get a solid target share. Uh, yeah. Jerry Judy, if he is healthy. Uh, it does not seem like he is, though. Got Guys to uh, stay away Drake from. London. Guys to uh, stay away from this year. Uh, Christian Watson. I don't like Christian Watson. Uh, his his only upside was in the red, the zone. red zone, and now he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers. Terry McLaurin. Hate Terry McLaurin. Hate, 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 hate. I just I think he's I, so overrated. Yeah, I don't I don't have Terry McLaurin in my top thirty. Um, um Marquise Brown. Stay away from Deontay Johnson. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I would take. I would take. I don't know. You're. Gonna, you might disagree. I would take Pickens over him. Um, but I don't really like any. They're both not good. I don't really like any Pittsburgh wide receiver to be. If Pickens doesn't get a touchdown, he's kind of useless. Yeah. Um, Michael Pittman. Uh, I think there's just concerns with the. I'd stay away from Jacoby Myers. I think Jacoby. Jacoby Myers is going to go way down. I mean, there's just there's no there's nothing there for him. He, Michael Thomas for the Saints. He's maybe back. Who knows? It, it's always uh, the same thing every year with him, isn't it? It's is he going to be back? Is he going to be healthy? Is he going to play a game? I mean, it, Dotson for the Commanders. Yeah, I like Jahan Dotson. Uh, Brandon Ayuk for the Niners. I think Kadarius Tony is a good stash. I like Kadarius Tony. I mean, it, oh oh oh. We haven't talked about Zay Flowers yet. I think Zay Flowers is a yeah, great pick. The rookies are interesting. Uh, Zay Flowers can definitely be good. Uh, it seems like Lamar likes him, but he is a rookie. 
uh, and, and that can definitely deter target share. That can deter plays on the field. Um, he's small. They do have other guys they use out of the slot. Um, while I like say Flowers, and I'll take a flyer on him. I don't want him in my starting lineup week one. I'm not drafting him as a top three wide receiver or a flex there. Um, because sometimes he's going, and rookies tend to do this, go higher than they really should. Guys get high on rookies. Yeah. Rashi Harris's first year, we had a guy pick him in our league. Wasn't it 1-5? 102. 102. Uh, we had Najee Harris go. Yeah, that was crazy. And, and, and rookies always get overrated, and I like Zay Flowers a lot. I'm a BC football fan. Hey, uh, me too. now. <laughs> even though he was a rival last year. Uh, I like Jackson Smith and the Jigba. I think he's I do awesome, too. great route runner. But the issue but is... Can't, can't trust him in fantasy. Well, yeah, the issue with Jackson is he's got Tyler Lockett and DK on his team as well. Like, that's just... He's also hurt. Yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot to um, contend with. Um, another maybe wide receiver one, maybe, I don't know, Adam Thielen. Um as well as Juju Smith-Schuster. Two not great passing offenses. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't trust – I don't ever draft Patriots wide receivers just because it's like, why? What's the point? I mean – Yeah, who, who's going to be the guy there? Who knows? I don't, even think, I don't even think that Juju's the number one. I think it's probably Parker. And also with Carolina, you have DJ Chuck also there. Might be hurt, might be playing. Yeah, I mean, Thielen's you know, interesting, but, I mean, do you even trust the, the core? I mean, it's like, do you trust – what is it, Stroud to get it done? Like, I don't the know. The Houston Texans have Bobby Trees. Or not Stroud, excuse me. Uh, Young. Who I would not draft Bobby Trees, but I would take a flyer on John Mechie. Yeah, I would too. That's a very good – I was just looking at that name. Very, very interesting pick. Um, yeah, speaking, I – You said Kadarius Tony. I like Kadarius um, Tony. I don't mind MVS. Um, Marcus, yeah. Not bad. Marcus Valdez Scantling. I don't mind Sky Moore all that much either. No. Um, I, I, Jameson Williams, you can sit on your IL for six weeks. I, I think there's probably like 20 really solid wide receivers this year. And then it is it is somewhat slim pickings, I think, after that. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is mm. down in, in draft boards. I'm not a – I am not a, I mean, maybe late round I would take, I would take him. But – I, I, I like Zay Flowers a lot. And, and maybe, again, that's what you're talking about with the rookies. But I do yeah, think – I, I do really like I think rookies get overrated. And I'm a big Zay Flowers fan too, but I don't want to draft him in the top 10 rounds. You know, I, I just don't think he's worth that. And while he could be great, I don't think he's worth that pick. Um, and, and he could prove me wrong, but I just think rookies are heavily overrated every year. This guy's going to come and break the league. I don't think Beyond Robinson's going to be crazy good next year. If people have him in the top five for their drafts, I'm not taking him there. Um, you know, it, it, Jameer Gibbs, I'll admit, I have more of a like for just because it seems like he's going to be getting carries and playing out of the slots. Right. But I'm seeing like Zach Charbonnet go above guys like Khalil Herbert and Samaje Pivan and Isaiah Pacheco. And I'm like, I you can't do that. No, you can't. Really. You're right. Tank Bigsby 
going above guys like that. It's crazy how, how overrated running backs get in this draft. And then we're going to go to the tight end rankings where like half the teams have a new tight end from guys are going to be drafting Dalton Kincaid. It's like they're tight end five. Yeah. Um, you know? No, I mean, and I don't even, so yeah. So uh, looking at tight ends, I think, I mean, first off, Travis Kelsey is number Travis one. Travis Kelsey is the only tight end of the past however many years that's worth the first round pick. Yeah. And he's actually going, he's going top five. Like you can really see how much value Travis Kelsey brings. Yeah. I mean, just um, the consistency that you expect from him, right? Mark Andrews with Lamar back, you'd expect to be tight end two. Had some worries last year. Um, and then I think you have kind of a, a group of, of weird. yeah, I mean, Hawkinson, Waller, and Kittle. Crazy targets what, you've Waller that high. I, I see mostly Waller going as tight end seven, tight end eight. You do? I mean, because I who who's better than Waller? I mean, I don't like Pitts over Waller. I don't like Fire Moon. I'll take Goddard. I'll take Kittle. I'll take Njoku. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like Njoku. I'm just. I'm not. I don't think the targets are there. I don't think I don't think the usage is there at all. I just don't. I just don't. Should I mean, go with Conquo? I, I would. I, listen. I, I could see the argument for Kittle and Goddard over Waller. I could, but I don't know. I'm not a big fan of George Kittle either, though. I'm just not. Like he's so inconsistent, and he had eleven. He you know, He had eleven touchdowns last year, Con. Like he's not going to have eleven touchdowns this year. It's just not going to happen. Best hair in the game, Greg Dolchich. Yeah, uh, one guy who I really do like, I do like Pat Fryermuth. I think Pat Fryermuth is like, I, I don't know how much worse he is than George Kittle. Like maybe talent wise, yes, but fantasy wise, I don't really, I don't really see that much of a difference between Fryermuth and Kittle this year. I think touchdowns are going to be about even. I think receptions and yards are about even, but I think you can get Fryermuth in the fifth, sixth round, where you're going to have to pick Kittle in the second or third. I mean, he just wasn't crazy good last year and then they added another starting receiving threat no i i do like i do like waller though because i think waller becomes the number one target in new york instantly um but then you hit that rookie wall dalton kincaid is going tight end seven in drafts sam laporta for detroit luke musgrave for green bay michael mayer for las vegas um, also, Tucker Craft for Green Bay. Who knows how, how those guys are going to add up? Pittsburgh also added Darnell Washington in the third round or second round or whatnot. That's cutting into Pat Fryermuth. Um, yeah, no, I mean it's it's very interesting. I feel like tight ends are just. I mean, some some second year guys are there too, and Trey McBride, Kate Ott. I don't, you know, I, what I feel like this year is I feel like once you get to the fourth round, it's going to be like, okay, what am I, wh- what do I do? I feel like there's so many guys who I just, I don't like after the third round. Yeah, it, it's, the tight end class is interesting. No, just like, I'm talking in general. In general, yeah. Like, I yes. feel like the first three picks, I'm like, like that, like that, like that. And then it's like. It's a lot more gambling. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what? I don't think it will be this way during the season. Right, I think when the season gets going, we're gonna have a clearer picture of what's happening. But it feels like right now, more so than in the past, it feels like going to the draft. You're like, well, shit. I mean, 
I don't really like any, like, who am I picking in the fifth round? I don't really like any of these guys. And so I did a mock draft yesterday, and I sent it to Connor. And I actually ended up liking the mock draft. But it was weird because it's not like a mock draft that you'll usually see me do, right, Connor? It's not, you know, how often have you ever seen me take a second a quarterback in the second round? Like, that just never yeah. happens with me. Yeah. So, you know, you look at my draft. I went, and I had the second overall pick. I went J.J., Hertz, Gibbs, Hopkins, uh, Madison, Lockett, Dobbins, Komet, Niners defense, Kincaid, Thielen, Tucker, Justin Tucker, Kadarius, Tony, Gainwell, Goff, Bengals defense. Um, I mean, I think that's actually a really good draft. Is that what's going to happen in an actual draft? Like, probably not. I'm probably not going to get all those players as I think it was kind of, a, you know, people were just, you know, effing around. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's so tough this year. Like, I don't know. I mean, outside of those top six guys I think we mentioned, like Dalton Schultz's value is so far down. I don't know what to make of anyone on that Houston offense. I think I'm not taking a player on that offense. Like, you all. you can't touch Zach Ertz this year. Um, Trey McBride might start over him yeah. at that point. Cole Komet is a name. Um, yeah. Had some good weeks, had some bad weeks last year. I think – didn't have any, any – catches for like the first three or four games and then kind of yeah you two touchdown weeks. I, I would say kate on is a very interesting name if he had a better quarterback like if he had brady again but sometimes you see with worse quarterbacks yeah tight ends become the safety valve connor what, what's but your take on uh Johnson? what's your take on greg dulcich this year uh great hair um no i think i think Dolchich was maybe a favorite target of uh, Russell Wilson towards the end of that last year. And with um, them already having wide receiver injury issues because uh, it's been three years in a row and every every year of that, uh, all three of Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, and Quentin Sutton have gotten injured for three straight years, all three. Right. Uh, you have to look at Greg Dolchich as that guy. But they did just get Adam Troutman in Adam. Okay, Troutman. all right. Here's an interesting name for you, Connor. What about Luke Schoonmaker? Because um, he's the he's – the... I, I, I know he's Dallas's tight end one, maybe. I – I think Jake Ferguson gets more of a target share. Maybe. Especially in the red zone. Yeah. I think Jake Ferguson is that tight end one. Uh, I wouldn't touch either. Uh, yeah, I mean. New uh, England as well. Hunter Henry, Mike Kosicki. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't. Yeah, listen. You can't touch any New England, I think, skill position players. I Honestly, only person on New England who I would draft as to start on my team would be Stevenson. That would be it. If you're drafting anyone else in New England and you're saying this guy is going to start multiple yeah. weeks for me. You've made a mistake because then you got there's the, the tight end room is mid, really. Tyler Higby for the Rams, Jordan I don't like Johnson Higby for the Saints, Gerald Everett for the Chargers, Herb I, Smith for the Panthers. I'll, I'll say this, Ger- for the I think, I think, I think Gerald Everett is going to be uh, like a eight to ten point a, a week guy, like he's not going to get much less, but he's not going to get much more. Like, that's it. it there's less. Top end tight end talent than there was in years past. And it just um, yeah. Tight end three is Dallas Goddard. Uh, I like that. I mean, I think it's consistent. I I 
I like that over. I like him over Hawkinson for sure. I I'm not out on Pitts, but in years that I've advocated for a bit on getting a tight end late, I don't really want a tight end late. No, nah, I don't think. I think that's a mistake this year. Seven guys. I'll wait till y'all draft all those top six guys, and I'll take Kyle Pitts, and I'll take that upside. Uh, I, me, me personally, this year, I think I'm looking at Kelsey, Andrews, Hawkinson, Waller, Kittle, Goddard, and if I don't get one of those guys, I'm out. Don't know about Darren Waller. Do I trust Danny Dimes to 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 throw the ball to someone? Yeah, I think the strategy for me this year is, I mean, if I want a good if I want a good tight end. I would be looking at Kelsey, Andrews, or Goddard. I think those three are very consistent, very good. Um, the other three, I think, are a little bit, you know, up and down, I but do, do have upside. Fact, not hate Jelani Woods of the Colts. I hate Jelani Woods. I hate I hate that pick so much. I I think I think Indianapolis is going to be an unmitigated disaster in the passing game this year, and Jelani Which Woods. Is why you pick Jelani? I think Jelani Woods is just I, – I just don't like it. I think he's – his value is exactly what it was last year, which wasn't very good. So um, – The Raiders have Austin Hooper. Yeah, I hate Austin Hooper. I mean, he's a bum. He's a bum. Logan Thomas of the Commanders. There's nothing to like about Logan Thomas. There's nothing to like about that guy. Nothing. Durham Smythe of the – Dolphins. Yeah, uh, any Dolphins tight end, I'm not taking. I mean, Gasicki was is is so much more talented and got zero target share. So what's the point of taking a guy like Durham Smythe? Um, CJ Uzoma or um, Tyler Conklin? Who do they play for? The Jets too. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like Rogers is Rogers. Aaron Rodgers has never been a big tight end guy. Ever. Aaron Rodgers made Bob Tunyon look like a good tight end. That was only for one year, though. Last year, the value for Bob Tunyon was way yeah, down. Because Bob Tunyon's not a good player. Right, but is CJ Uzama a good player? Like, he had one good, one okay year in, in, in Cincinnati. Conklin was good. Eh, I'm, I, Conklin's slow. Like, he's just, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, all right. Uh, that's going to wrap up the episode. Uh, I hope we've given you kind of a good overview. It's going to be a tough draft this year. I mean, there's no question about that. And I don't think, at least for me, I don't think I'm going to come out of the draft feeling good about my team. Um, it's going to be very, I'm really interested to see like four weeks into the season, Connor, how everything has played out. Um, who, who really cares about how you draft? If you trade ten plus times, yeah, I mean that's what you do. So play your rosters like I do, and trade until trading is done at the deadline. Yeah, I, and 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 and, and you know, typically Connor knows this of me. I I don't really do a lot of trades, but I think this year that's going to change a lot. Take a shot on a guy in a trade that had a good week, so and, and, and that is just because I I mean, there's no, I don't think there's any advantage this year. Um, no one this year is going to win their draft. Exactly. I don't think it's possible. But I think you can, but I think what you can do is I think you can win in the trade market. And I think that's where it's going to come down. Or the waiver wire. Yep. Or the waiver wire. Like, are they going to be good? I don't want to take a shot on them. They have a good week one. Pay, pay attention, be active. Um, and yeah, for your waiver. And, and 
waiver orders sucks and it's stupid. And and be willing and be willing to make trades. I think that's something that I'm gonna be uh, keeping in mind all year long. Uh, just because I think this is the year where if you're gonna make trades, this is the year to make it. I mean, you're just you have to be willing to change up your team in order to give yourself a better chance. And you can't this year be tied down to players besides maybe like your locks of like Kelsey and a couple others. I, I think outside of those guys, trade them, trade them, be okay. I mean, outside of like, you know, JJ and a, a Kelsey and a couple others, I would pretty much trade any running back this year, any running back I would trade. And no guy who I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to trade him, lock him down. No, every running back I would trade. Um, at least right now, maybe that changes in the season, but we'll see. Connor, thanks for joining me here today. We'll be back with more great sports content uh, in a little bit. Thank you all for listening and have a great day. The game on the line, one shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot. Fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguadala.